The phone rings on the wall in the FBI building. Agents are in good spirits and have just taken down a dangerous killer and rescued a sitting senator. A woman's hand reaches for the phone. She's a recent academy graduate, looking forward to a long and prosperous career. Starling, she says into the receiver. She grips the phone like a vice when she hears the voice on the other end of the line. Goosebumps appear in her arm. Well, Clarice, have the lambs stopped screaming? <laughs> it is notorious and recently escaped serial killer, Dr. Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> she tries to flag down another agent to trace the call, but they do not pay attention. Don't bother with a trace. I won't be on long enough. Where are you, Dr. Lecter? Where I have a view, Clarice. The escaped Hannibal Lecter lounges on a chair outside a cafe. He opens and closes a piece of paper. It reads 449 Palm Bay Ave, the address of his next victim. Criminal psychologist Dr. Frederick Chilton. Lecter is filled with rage. He does not notice a 6'3", 288-pound man in red chunks going for a jog nearby. <laughs> Dr. Lecter, I have no plans to call on you, Clarice. The world being more interesting with you in it. Be sure you extend me the same courtesy. You know I can't make that promise. I do wish we could chat longer, but I'm having an old friend for dinner. <laughs> the killer puts the paper in his pocket and hangs up the phone. Dr. Lecter? Dr. Lecter? Dr. Lecter! Hours later, a lone figure sits comfortably inside the living room of 449 Palm Bay Ave. He releases a satisfied sigh. I'm so glad I could house sit for my good friend, Dr. Frederick Children, SUFC <laughs> and WWE World Heavyweight Champion Brock Lesnar. Suddenly, the door swings open, revealing the silhouette of Hannibal Lecter. Well, it seems my dinner plans have changed, he muses, <laughs> taking out a short, clean knife. Brock rises from his seat, gently setting down a cup of tea and ripping the sleeves off his shirt. <laughs> I'd hate to wake the neighbors up, he says. This is going to be the silence of the slams. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> oh, baby. Put your pumpkins out on the front porch. You can stuff your scarecrows. Pour yourself a hot apple cider. Light your candles. Get your flannels on. Clear the driveway. Dig out the road salt. Rake your leaves. Carve the pumpkins. Bake an apple pie. Call your loved ones and make your Thanksgiving plans. Book your last-minute flights and overpay for hotels. It's fall, baby. Brocktober is here. Thanks for joining us here in the Brocktagon. It's your boy, Sean, Cameron, and Aaron. Hello. Fellas, happy Brocktober to you both. Happy Brocktober. Happy Brocktober to you, listener. Congratulations, you're here with us. A special time of year as Brocktober marks approximately the one-year anniversary of the show being released to the public. Yeah. And uh, a big, a, a big, big, big drop, really, for American society. <laughs> a degradation of young minds everywhere. When historians look back on the fall of the United States of America, 
and Western <laughs> civilization as a whole. I think this podcast will be a linchpin in that dichotomy. I don't think we're the first step, but we're somewhere in the first eight or ten. <laughs> we're, we're not the first domino to fall, but we're a big one. Yeah, I, I, I bet. Like, like you know how there are YouTube videos that are always like the ro- the reason that the Roman Empire fell is blah blah blah. What they don't know is that three guys started a podcast. They're like, could Gladius kill a cheetah? What about three cheetahs? <laughs> it's three guys standing on the steps of the Parthenon, like <laughs> arguing. Listen to our show, The Parthagod. <laughs> the Parthagod. That's so good. Flavius, thou art a fool. Of course, Gladius could take out 14 zebras. We saw him do it on Thursday. <laughs> I tell you, man, Gladius could throw a baseball 70 kilometers per hour. What's a baseball? I do not know. (laughs) The arena was so full of engaged listeners that they didn't see, like, the Trojans coming to take their land. (laughs) Okay, that's... Uh, Actually, it would have been... uh, Don't do this. Don't do this. Oh, let's get into the question. Let's get into the question. Or the Ostrogoths? Look at this great question we got. Dear Roctagon, guys, (laughs) I've been watching some of my favorite movies for Halloween and got to Silence of the Lambs. But watching it back, Hannibal Lecter doesn't seem as tough. Honestly, he only hunts people where he has every advantage. I want to see how he does against someone who can fight back. So what happens if he tries to pull this with Brock Lesnar instead? Dude. We'll say the fight happens in a dark basement. Neither one is expecting the other, but we'll say Lecter watched a lot of UFC in jail so he knows who Brock Lesnar is. <laughs> Hannibal Lecter has a small life and Brock Lesnar is unarmed. How many times out of 10 does Brock spoil his dinner? Love the show, Justin and Summersworth. <laughs> Thanks, Justin. Thanks. Thank you, Justin. Happy Brocktober. I like to think that Brock Lesnar celebrates fall by like carving a pumpkin, but as soon as it becomes a complete face, he goes like, ah, and starts attacking it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a perfectly accurate image of Randy Couture. <laughs> Finishing touch. Oh, no. Gabriel, have you seen Silence of the Lambs? Uh, no, but I. You know, pop culture. I know Hannibal Lecter, Clarice, and, and all. Yeah, that. yeah. I just don't know what makes him terrifying. I'm sorry, Sean. What it makes what makes the man so terrifying? So his whole thing is he's just like a bad guy where he always has a plan. So like you know he's gonna somehow get out of whatever bad situation he's in. Uh, he's ah. a serial killer. We don't get a ton of physical prowess from him, but we know he's no. smart enough to track people down. But we do also see him kill two prison security guards with a pen. Like bang bang, really fast. Huh? Hmm. How does he kill the guys with the with the? I'm, I'm looking up the prison guard scene. Okay. Yeah. I'll let I'm you do that, that too. It's a four minute YouTube video. I'll try and skip around and get the good stuff. Okay, so looking at him here and never mind. Uh, I do not like this movie. <laughs> oh, my oh my god! Oh, that's terrifying. Yeah, dude. Oh, I hate that. I let me see. Aaron, you look. You look disturbed oh yeah also his whole thing is eating people yeah i noticed that did he in this clip i'm watching on youtube yes. oh no did he did he eat some of the guard yeah oh uh, he locked one do you want me to tell you i won't put it in the podcast but okay he locked one of the guards he, he like he used his handcuff and locked him to the rail and then when the other oh. guard tried to help him he just started eating his face oh okay that was terrifying yeah. Having watched this clip, Sean, that was terrifying. I'm, Dude, he's a he's I a bad that. man. 
Brock Lesnar wins 10 times out of 10. <laughs> In a dark basement, Ed Hannibal has a knife? <laughs> it was, oh, wait, what? Yeah, yeah that was the yeah. question. Oh, bro. Oh. Oh, walking in the front door. Yeah, that's what I, I assumed it was like a nice. He's like, not making it bungalow, into the living know? room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rock's in the basement. The cat's in the cradle. Silver spoon. <laughs> Could Brock Lesnar kill three baboons? <laughs> <laughs> when you're coming home, Dad, I don't know where. Too busy trying to figure out if Brock Lesnar could kill three baboons in a submarine <laughs> with my friends. <laughs> the, the reason every dad cries at that song is just because it's like, like there's no way he can kill all those baboons. <laughs> <laughs> They're way too strong. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so front door, no knife. Brock wins 10 times out of 10. Yeah. Does Brock have a knife? Uh, Brock does not have a knife. If you want to say he gets whatever he could reasonably find in someone else's basement, okay. But I think it's better if he's unarmed. Oh, I hate this. I don't want to think about Brock in a knife fight. I guess it is Brocktober, right? Especially with a guy who, like, eats people. I, the knife is the scariest part of the question to me. If Hannibal yeah. Lecter walked into the basement and Brock saw him, Brock wins 10 times out of 10. It really depends on how smart Lecter is with the knife, right? There are killing blows, and then there are not killing blows. I think, I think what's scary about Hannibal Lecter is, like, he knows what a killing blow is. Like, he knows yeah, what that, to do. That, that's but also, thing. like, it's a knife. I think I think a nun could kill Brock Lesnar with a knife. <laughs> really? Kni yeah, knives are terrifying. Also worth noting, it's in a dark basement, but it's not familiar to either of them. So it's not like Lecter has night vision goggles or, like, it's his basement personally. Uh-huh. I think Brock just walks upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I've been thinking the whole time is, like, the best thing to do in a knife fight is to run as fast as you can. Unless like, you are Brock Lesnar, what do you say? Yes. What? <laughs> what? Listen, the man has a knife tattooed on his chest. Every fight is a knife fight for Brock Lesnar. <laughs> he just goes like, grabs his chest. <laughs> like, okay, now we're even. He sees Hannibal Lecter as a knife, and he's like, "Oh, me too." It rips his shirt off. <laughs> Can I get my answer? Yeah, I think Brock Lesnar beats Hannibal Lecter. Dark basement knife. Four times out of ten. Wow. Here's my thinking. I think that this is a 50-50. Sean is Sean. And, and whoever gets the jump first on the other is going to win the fight. But I think that the knife tips the scale in Hannibal's favor just a little bit. I, I'm very afraid of knives. Okay. <laughs> Wait a minute. Are you saying, so what if there's no knife? Brock wins ten times out of ten. Oh, okay. I just watched him eat a guy's face off. <laughs> I am terrified of a smart man with a knife. So Stephen Hawking with a knife is someone that you would have nightmares about. Don't give me ideas. <laughs> Albert Einstein with a knife. Yeah. Marie Curie with a knife. Well, she glows in the dark. Brock will find her. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, dang it. I, I'm going to give my number. I'll also say four out of ten. Uh, not because... Shut your so mad because right <laughs> Because it's this is just what happens with these kinds of serial killer characters, okay? Like, they beat the odds. 
and it might not it might not be clean him and him and Lesnar might get in a scrap but at some point like in the fight he's going to gouge out one of Lesnar's eyes and eat it and then like slam a brick into his head like I'm going to watch classic Brock Lesnar versus Shane Carwin free fight on YouTube right now and see if my number changes. Thank you. You guys never review Brock footage in these things. I think we're getting a little bit too comfortable with the beast incarnate. Cameron, your argument is based on the presupposition that, yes, the killer has the edge always. Yeah. And that, that, is the, that is the problem. Like That is the point of this question. The reason that they have the, the edge always is they're like sneaking up on teenage girls and bumbling fat cops. <laughs> this is not that. Hannibal Lecter has never tried it with anybody like Brock before. He picks off his prey. He goes for the weak. It's all a plan. That's what makes him so dangerous and powerful. In this or- setting, he has to fight another man in an enclosed space. You know who really likes doing that a lot? <laughs> how, how big is the knife? Uh, it's small. Is it like a oh, pocket I was imagining knife? Like, I was imagining a kitchen knife. I need you to tell me exactly the knife. Uh, yeah, no, like, like, so in your, in like your butcher's block where you keep all the knives, it is yeah, the yeah. smallest Small one. one. The paring knife. Oh. Okay, that can still do some damage. Oh, dude, it's, it's still a knife. It's just not like a machete. Okay. Aaron, who are you watching Brock Lesnar fight? Shane Carwin. Sean, can I assume that Brock gets immediate medical attention after the fight? Yes, he just has to dispatch Hannibal Lecter. Like, like first one to die loses? Yeah. Brock wins 8 out of 10. <laughs> there it is. Did you watch some highlights? Oh, yeah. Did you he, watch Brock's a little tape? amazing. Now I know how we do this <laughs> podcast. Yeah. If we can assume that first to die loses, I'm, I'm going to go to 9. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think Brock can kill Hannibal before Hannibal can kill Brock. And, dude, that's just it. Is I don't think... Unless it's like a perfect fatal blow, like perfectly on the money, I don't think multiple stabs are happening. I think he gets one, and then Brock Lesnar punches his head off of his shoulders. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think Hannibal survives a jab from Brock. Listen to me. Oh, hey. Okay, I I just watched a a fight Brock Lesnar was in. Yeah. Here's the thing. I think even if he got fully stabbed in the back, with that, with a paring knife, he would just clench his muscles and keep it in, and then whip around <laughs> and punch Hannibal Lecter's head off. <laughs> He's saving it for later. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Hannibal stabs him, leaves the knife in, and then like Brock just like absorbs it and keeps going. <laughs> <laughs> he just goes like, and like another knife tattoo appears on his chest. <laughs> It just it just like appears right where that one was. Yeah. <laughs> but like like this one's only the size of a paring knife, which means that the first one was like ginormous. <laughs> Cameron, what's your number? Now say seven out of ten. Seven and nine. That's mm-hmm. respectable, Cameron. That's respectable. <laughs> You, okay, so for all the talking I've done, my number may actually surprise you. It is true they're in an enclosed space. It is true that Hannibal Lecter has never tried it with somebody like Brock before. It is true he did not have time to plan. And it is true Brock Lesnar has tangled dark forces before, like when he broke the Undertaker's undefeated streak at WrestleMania 30. 
for that reason, Brock Lesnar wins 10 times out of 10. Hannibal <laughs> <laughs> better pray there are no tables, ladders, or chairs in that basement. <laughs> it's going to be a pay-per-view if there are. Hannibal's getting F5'd. He's never seen anything like that before. Where do you? That's exactly where you keep folding chairs, is it the basement? That's exactly where they'd <laughs> yeah. be. That's exactly where they would be. Folding chairs, tables, ladders, crowbars. Trash cans, another common wrestling weapon. <laughs> a briefcase with $50,000. <laughs> Happy Brocktober, everybody. Happy Brocktober, everyone. Hannibal Lecter is getting F5'd. Uh, boys, we got a great guest coming on for next week. Uh, another great episode of the Brocktagon. Follow us on all the socials. A Happy Brocktober to you all. And do not miss next week. We've got professional mind reader, Oz Perlman, going on the show. You might have seen him on America's Got Talent. He's here promoting his new book. Ah, forget it. You don't want to read this anyway. We'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>